Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting with dietitian Georgia Houston about the rise of eating disorders in our society and how we can help a generation of confused dieters mend their relationship with food. Here's part one. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. My name is Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And I'm extremely excited to have a special guest on the podcast for the next few episodes, dietitian Georgia Houston. So Georgia is an accredited practicing dietitian here in Canberra, running her own business called GH Nutrition. And she offers two key services there, handmade muesli and energy balls, yum, and runs a clinic a few days a week seeing clients with the primary goal of helping them build a healthy relationship with food. On top of her dietetics qualifications, Georgia also has a degree in psychology, which I reckon is an amazing mix. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. It's so great to have you. So before we get into the more deeper stuff about eating disorders that we're going to chat about today, in true dollop style, can you please share a fun fact with us? So I had to give this a bit of thought um, and I had to ask my family what I'm what's quite fun and interesting about me. Um, (laughs) And we came up with, so last week, and I had to get my whole family involved because I am an oversharer. I got constipated for the first time in a whole week. Wow. Yeah, it was horrible. It is horrible. (laughs) And I like to tell my clients that because even I don't have my shit together, like literally. (laughs) Um, And I was in the chemist for the first time being like, oh my God, what do I do? Yeah. Um, I knew what I like had been eating, all that kind of stuff trialing everything. I had an event that night and I was like, I don't want to be <laughs> shitting my pants. So yeah, um, I got constipated for a week and it was horrible. Yeah. It's super horrible that I've been constipated with my pregnancies. And then the first time you do a poo after you have a baby, it's just so many things coming out that end of you. It's like next level. <laughs> the lady at the chemist asked if I was pregnant. I was like, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love that fun fact. Thank you for your open and honesty. Fun, yeah, it's honest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to know um, a little bit more about you. Can you tell me more about, yeah, just yourself and your journey up to this point in becoming a dietitian? Sure. So I never set out to become a dietitian. Um, when I was, um, 18, I finished high school and I went straight to uni to study psychology. And ironically, during that time, I was going through my own mental health story. Um, as a bit of a perfectionist OCD type gal, I started to really consciously look at what I was eating and how I was exercising. So I suffered from the eating disorder orthorexia, Mm -hmm. which is an unhealthy obsession with being healthy. And it's really grown out of the rise of social media. If you look on Instagram, you're going to see my day on a plate. You're going to see salads. You're going to see people's workouts. And as someone that likes to please people and do everything correctly, I started feeding into that kind of Mm. mass media that I was seeing. So pretty much overnight while I was at uni, I started to cut out food groups. I started eating clean, um, started running 
and no one really knew what was going on. My parents didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on um, until about nine, 12 months later. I had ended up losing a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, And my parents sat me down and said, we think you have an eating disorder. Mum was on the Butterfly Foundation that day and I will never forget it. We were all, I was hysterically crying and very angry because I was so ashamed. I didn't want to have an eating disorder. Mm. Um, I didn't want to be labelled as someone that had anorexia because that to me was a flaw and I didn't want to be fattened up because that's what I assumed would be happening if you get help for an eating disorder. Mm. So that was a really scary time for me and my family. We went to a dietitian and I wasn't ready to see a dietitian. We went to one um, and she scared the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> I remember going with my mum. I hated the whole experience, so I never went back. Yeah. About a year later, I was sick of doing what I was doing and I was ready. Um, so my dad and I drove to Sydney and saw a nutritionist and I fell in love with her and her whole philosophy. Um, she too had had a similar experience. So seeing her and feeling heard for the first time and not being like, oh, you need to go to a psychologist, you need to, you know, mm. not giving me a meal plan. I decided I wanted to get better so that I could help other young girls. I started sharing my experience. Um, prior to that, I was very ashamed and didn't want people to see me. I think the thing is when you, people think if you have an eating disorder and you lose weight, you're quite happy with the weight loss, but I was very ashamed of what I looked like. So I started talking about my experience and I had so many girls. I went to an all-girls school here in Canberra. Um, So many girls in my year reach out with similar stories, but during the time we were all silent. Um, So it just grew and grew and grew there. I enrolled, I finished my psych degree, um, realised I do not want to be a psychologist. (laughs) But I think that's something I might look at down the track. Um, Yeah. Enrolled into nutrition purely because I wanted to keep my recovery going. I wanted to learn what I needed to eat, not be afraid of foods that, the media had made me feel scared of. Yeah. Then I wanted to specialize in eating disorders. So I had to do my master's in dietetics. And during my whole uni time, I started my food business, um, which was also a bit ironic as breakfast was something I was really scared of doing um, when I was going through my eating issues. Um, so I used to make muesli and granola in the kitchen at home and then would sell it to make some money while at uni. And that simultaneously grew while I was studying. And yeah, here I am. Amazing. I four years later, I've got my private practice. Yeah. Um, so I specialize in eating disorders, disordered eating. And we are now in, I think, 40 IGAs, grocers, cafes. 40. Yeah. All local. Um, so good. Yeah. So my mum, God love her, she is like a big driver of that. My best friend, Winnie, um, and my fiance's mum and a friend. So every Tuesday they're in the kitchen. Um, I've recently stepped back from that, so I'm not making it anymore, yeah. but growing it. Um, yeah, it's a great, if you ever get to go, come to the kitchen, it's a great vibe. We yeah. They just listen to music and chit chat all day. That's awesome. So yeah. if you, you're a Canberra local, you can find the GH Nutrition. So it's muesli. Yep. So granola, muesli so, and energy balls. Cool. Yeah. So definitely go and buy them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Support like <laughs> local businesses, but yes. they're supporting you helping supporting young women. Yes. And men or just women? No, I have a lot of men clients. Yeah, great. Um, I, so yeah, a lot of eating disorder um, doesn't discriminate. No. Um, But I'm very relatable to young girls because I look so young too. (laughs) (laughs) You have my disease too because I frequently still, people think that I'm really young. I got carded actually last Christmas trying to buy wine and I was like, I'm 36. (laughs) They wouldn't let me. Was a sad day. 
because I really wanted wine. <laughs> I, I'm too embarrassed to go buy alcohol. Yeah, would they card you? Yeah. Yeah, 100% they would. <laughs> Amazing story. So you're a dietitian. You've been a dietitian for how long now? Um, I think I've been out three years on my own. Amazing. Yeah, it's gone quick. Yeah. What, what sparked you to go into your own business as opposed to maybe say like working in more clinical type areas or sort of helping with eating disorders in other sort of areas? What made you want to think, no, I want to do this my own way here? Good question. I, and I've never been asked that, but I think my parents had a business, yeah, a very successful business, and I have always seen them be able to make their own decisions um, and not, you know, dread going to work nine to five. Um, so I've always wanted to have my own um, my own business and I always thought I wanted to be a psychologist in my own clinic mm. um, so that when I changed to nutrition, it gradually progressed through that. Yeah, awesome. Being your own boss is great. Yeah. I actually love the fact and I frequently tell my staff when we are thinking about how we want to handle something and they're like, I'm not sure. I'm always reminding them, I'm like, we can do whatever we want yes. because this is our – Yes. This is our baby. Yeah. So and we can do what we think is best. It's like I – so I see clients Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and because eating disorders is a very full-on space, Monday and Fridays are like my chill day. Yeah. Um, and that's only been this year. Last year, as being a perfectionist, I was in that, oh, I've got to work hard and I've always got to be working. Mm. Um, and I pretty much burned out at Christmas time. Like I never take holidays or day off. Um, and my dad was like, you need to work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, so Mondays and Fridays are like my catch up days, chill days, go to the gym during the middle of the day. Yeah. Days. What a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. And I'm yeah. happier. Like what's the point of working hard to be miserable? Yeah. So. Yeah. And you're, you're going to be a better dietitian for it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not drained and like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah. So eating disorders. I was looking up some stats because I actually didn't really know about their prevalence and there was sort of a brief study that sort of popped up while I was doing a really quick sort of skim online that that in young people 22% possibly is sort of like they predict has some kind of either disordered eating behaviour or an eating disorder and it basically just the prevalence depends on how, you know, strictly they classify yeah. the different behaviours. Yeah. But that's huge. Yeah. That's nearly a quarter. Butterfly Foundation, they – so I do a lot of school talks in mm. high schools and they say about half, one in two teen girls will try dieting in their life. Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and what a waste. Yeah. Insane. And for, for what? Particularly, yeah, I think I think of myself now, you know, being at this end of in my 30s, and actually being the happiest I've ever been with my body. And according to society's standards, it's not as good as it was back when I was a young person, according to these set yeah. standards, but I like it more. Yeah. And I think, oh, it was wasted on me back then when I hated it. Yeah. And I think it's it's sad where you have a society that makes people hate the bodies that they're in. Yeah. It's a little bit devastating, actually. It's mind-blowing. So why do you think it's so prevalent? Like, what's going on? I... I definitely think social media has a lot to answer for. So we all know about algorithms um, and we all know that the more we look at something, the more it pops up. Last week, Four Corners did an episode on TikTok and the mm. rise of eating disorders. Interesting. Um, and it's fascinating. I remember myself like looking on Instagram and scrolling subconsciously 
at all of these pictures of people's workouts, girls in um, crop tops with abs and just comparing ourselves. And eating disorders, unfortunately, do gravitate towards those that do have low self-esteem. Um, so you couple that with someone looking at Instagram all the time mm. um, and it's a feeding ground. Yeah, yes. it definitely is. And it's not even just about the, the the fitness thing, you know, like the crop tops and the the leggings or the I don't even know what they're called. I'm going to sound old now, but are they booty shorts? I don't know where they've got their bottom hanging out of their little See, workout also, pants. Does that have a name? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so against them because I like I have quite a few clients that are elite athletes. Yes. So rugby union, Oztag, yeah. league tag. Yeah. And why girls have to wear little short shorts where the boys don't. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yes. Didn't they find a Norwegian, yes. is it volleyball team? Yeah. For wearing and, shorts instead of the bikinis. And pink paid their fine. Bless pink. Yeah. But yeah, it is crazy. But it's kind of like there's this whole fitness thing. But I even find just the the overly sexualized portrayal of women in half, half dressed or hardly dressed, of looking like a certain way and that they get so much attention that it's hard not to think as a young woman that if I want to be loved and accepted that I need to, one, look like this and act like this, you know, and I just think that's not real life at all because life is nothing like that. No. That's it for today's episode. Tune in for part two tomorrow. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My Healthy Eating Program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.